All right, guys, let's talk about the NFC North. Listen, I dropped Justin Fields a long time ago. I don't feel bad about I it. I told y'all. I told y'all. Didn't I tell y'all that three weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. a long don't feel time bad ago. about dropping Justin Fields. I don't feel bad about it. Should I reconsider picking up Justin no. Fields? No. What y'all going to think he's going to do against the Bucks this week? Nothing. Nothing? No I chance? Got, I got Khalil. Uh, don't care. Herbert I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I've seen enough to know that, like, number one, again, I keep going back to it. This is the, this is the number one reason. That offensive coordinator. Nagy, you mean the coach? I'm sorry, the head coach. Yeah. And that specific offense. And we heard that he wasn't calling plays, but I still don't care. This is not a good offense. Yeah. This is not a good offense. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Their players are not open. Okay? So, whatever plays you're calling, you, you, don't, you never see just a player just like, you know, schemed open. To me, that's always a big, you know, you know uh, telling point in terms of how well an offense operates. Yeah. You know? And it just... And they have good weapons. I mean, Mooney's been doing pretty okay. I think Mooney, A-Rod has been super good. disappointing. Yeah. But, but even, Mooney's been doing okay. But even someone like Komet, who you like, didn't they draft him in the first round? Second round. Second he was round. the first tight end drafted last yeah. year. Yeah, first tight end drafted. Mm-hmm. Like, get him involved in the offense. I don't know what's going on. You're right. That offense like, is broken. It's broken. I don't know what's going on. But again, this week, I, wanna, I really want to see how they look this week against the Bucks. Because we know they're going to have – well, let's not say we know – but they're gonna we would assume terrible. they're going to have a difficult time running the ball. They're going to look terrible. We also know they're going to probably be trailing most of the game, so they're going to have to probably be passing a, a majority of the game. And we also know the Bucks' secondary is banged up. Yeah. So those three things are, are in field's favor and the passing game's favor. If they can't do it against the Bucks, they just can't do it. Well, yeah. I will say this. The Chicago Bears defense has been playing pretty good mm-hmm. and yeah, pretty have, well all season. They have season. a good uh, – so Khalil I do, Mack is doing well. I actually, I actually do think uh, that they can kind of – you know, no one's going to just completely limit the Bucks defense, but I don't think the Bucks don't. defense is going to do what they did against – The, the Bucks defense? I'm sorry, the Bucks offense is going to do what they did against – You think the they're going to limit defense. the Bucks offense? Yeah. Nah. Okay. Nah. Well, let's talk about the Bucks when we get to the Bucks. Let's talk about Khalil Herbert – being in that backfield, nineteen point two points on. Yeah, give on give, Ab- well, give Abby credit. He was telling us in the group chat we need to consider picking up Khalil Herbert for the low. I said pick him up. No, I specifically said I was like, look, I said don't waste your what was it? Don't waste your fab on on, on such as get all the Khalil Herbert right now. Yeah, yeah. Now we we still don't know what Damian Williams was going to be like because he hasn't got he, he hasn't gotten it yet. COVID hit know. him. He's yeah. still dealing with COVID, which means he's most likely going to be out this week. Um, but the fact that I had those Herbert shares, yeah, oh yeah, like, but, yeah. I was see, like, yes, and, yeah. and that again, like, kind of like you know, thinking kind of globally, like the it's not necessarily like the Herbert pick; it's the idea of get the guy when he's cheap, mm-hmm. get him before you have to spend like like when you told and us about Dearness Dearness Johnson, that's exactly yeah. my like, t- Ernest. like yeah. literally he t- you know Dale's texting us about Dearness Johnson exactly like Saturday, and I'm like Kareem Hunt's there, like Dearness is night, and I was like. And I'm talking about, you know, I think Felton's going to get more touches than Dearness because he'll get, yeah. and he did, but. But it was an injury away. Yeah, he was an injury away. So I was like, away. you know what? And on a guy that was yes. banged up going into the game. Yes. So you know, I so. picked up quite a few shares of Dearness. And like now, like that has They're been so up. helpful because I got yeah. it for a dollar. I don't have yeah. to like overspend. Like, like we've been saying all week for people that know Drake, you know, that, that Drake uh, album, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. Oh, yeah. And yeah. All week we've been seeing waivers. <laughs> yeah. Waivers like pick week. up Dearness. And we're like, man, this is like last week's news. Like, Reading this is too uh, late. Yeah, it's too late. He's already gone. <laughs> All my leagues, he's gone. So yeah. he's gone. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that was from the Drake album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, I'm just late. Oh, you sleep, sleep. Yeah, I'm sleep. Cool. I'm late. 
I mean, Labor Bob, you know? You don't watch Squid Game. I can only games. do so much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can only do so much. <laughs> All right. I barely got time for, like, get, get through my waivers. Come on, now. <laughs> so let's talk about the Detroit Lions. We talked about them earlier, I think, off camera. Abby, you said that you're dropping Jamal Williams. No, 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 I'm dropping Jamal. But he, that, that's a, that's an emotional play. It probably yeah. is. <laughs> it probably is. But but the reason I, the reason I'm dropping because I went into the season thinking it was going to be if not 50-50, 60-40. Mm-hmm. But Swift is taking over that backfield, and Swift looks great. Yeah. Now, of course, Swift has been banged up. He's kind of been banged up this whole season, groin yeah. or whatever. Uh, and if, you know, if he gets hurt, Jamal Williams will get that work. But even when I've been watching Jamal Williams play recently, he hasn't looked that great. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not very shifty. He the offense as a whole doesn't look that great. They're not producing. I'm not excited about him. Yeah. He is. He is like. He's just like a, a a slight tier above like an Alex Collins. These guys are not. There's a reason these guys don't just start for NFL yeah. teams. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has like a lot of energy. Yeah, you know, he gets you to positive yardage. Let me ask you this: Would you drop Jamal Williams for Devontae Freeman? Hell no. No. Hell no. Okay. Mm. What about Rashad Penny? Not, because I know, like, if I need say what? What about Rashad? I Penny? shouldn't say hell no. I shouldn't. Let me let me let me let me walk that back a little <laughs> think, bit. Think about it a little bit. Think <laughs> let about me walk that bit. back. But I'm not I'm not dropping any shares of Jamal Williams because I know. As much as I love Swift, okay, as much Swift as I you think, own, you think he has a danger of getting. He's um, he's literally one injury away from Jamal just getting all of those carries, right. yeah. all of those. It's the receptions, and we specifically broke down why. I specifically said why I was so high on Swift because you had a non-mobile quarterback yeah. in a bad offense with a you know with 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 not the greatest pass weapons. Who's going to be fighting from behind? Right. And what do we see? Well, okay. It's all four quarter work. But that's what, what we. What if I told you Swift was not going to be hurt the rest of the season? Like just if I just for some reason. Oh knew. yeah, then I would drop him if I knew that's for sure. That like Jamal Williams doesn't have value in that case, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're okay. right. You're, you're and right. And I guess right. that's where I'm coming at it. Yeah, yeah. I, like I'm, I guess I'm basically basically making a bet that I don't, I don't think or I don't assume Swift is going to get hurt soon. Now it can happen right. any moment. But if Swift doesn't get hurt, That's, I can't put Jamal Williams in my lineup. Right. He's, he's literally a, a roster clogger. Let's all send us some prayers, okay? We need, <laughs> we need Swift healthy. Yeah, yeah. Swift, <laughs> Swift, Swift looked really good. Yeah. The Lions offense is whole like Hawkinson starting to disappoint me a little bit. He's still getting a little bit of work. He's still getting the targets. But I think defenses are, are kind of um, That was my him. issue. And, and that's why I did not want to spend a third round pick. I'm not taking yeah. a victory lap because you can see Hawkinson go off well, at I any mean, point. It, he's getting targets. But my issue was just like, and I specifically said, I was like, I don't know that he's that good given that they have such limited targets. Well, well which tight ends are you which tight ends are you taking over Hawkinson right now? What did I, what have I been saying in the group chat like this entire week in terms of tight ends? Yeah, Mark Andrews. No, no, no. What about like my like in terms of like drafting tight ends in the future? I said, don't, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. don't so ever let to, me wait yeah, to the draft. Yeah, yeah, don't ever let yeah. me draft a tight end early ever again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ever again but, because but, we we can find but, these okay, guys. Put like this. That's the only reason we, we can find them because we've all we were all on it RSJ. Take, man, take a little time. We were all on RSJ and whoever else we're on. Knox, it, RSJ, we all, like. But but if we were all in the same league much. together, and I happen to get Knox and RSJ on y'all asses, <laughs> then what are y'all gonna do at that point? You can't have both of them. <laughs> well, I, I, I have both of them in, in several leagues. Do you have both of them on team? Okay, but who did... We got both of them on our main event league. Okay, and, and so... And then who... We sent out a number of different tight ends to start last week, and they pretty much all hit. Mm-hmm. Mo Alley Cox, obviously RSJ. Mo Alley Cox only had one catch for eight yards and a touchdown. He only had and like nine points. Did he have a touchdown? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. These, these scores are there. Okay. Because okay. it's the tight. It's the, it's the tight. End, you know. I mean, it's just a, there's just so many quarterback uh, tight ends that yeah. you can kind of get but, late but nowadays. Hawkinson is still getting a lot of targets. He's still getting the touches. Yeah. Um, I think that offense as a whole because the receivers aren't, aren't doing anything. Yeah. There's literally no receivers there. Like they, they lost Cephas. They lost Tyrell Williams. Yeah. What's going on with Tyrell Williams? I have he no had a concussion, concussion week one and he's been gone it ever just since. Never came back. Yeah. yeah. Um, Amon St. Brown, I think, is their best wide receiver who's he's a like rookie, a, who's yeah, a small guy. Yeah, Khalif like Raymond, who's just as small as Amon St. Brown, is yeah. getting work. Who else they have? Hawkinson and Swift. That's it's it. Hawkinson but the problem Swift. is, is like, you know, Hawkinson, I think, you know, he, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He, he, he Definitely, he'll have his, like, breakout games. I'm not saying he's a bad pick whatsoever. I'm just saying, you know, I, I try to avoid taking tight ends that early because I just want to, I, I want a guy who's going to give me week in and week in. Would you have taken game. Mark Andrews there? No. Okay, Mark Andrews look, has been looking He does pretty, for now. Like, good. every he looks great now, yeah, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when we come back for... Do we regret take, I First of all, I didn't we, draft... I, I think I have one kid on one of my no teams. Well, none of us were on Kittle. The people that drafted, no did they regret? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You think and, Kittle's going to be drafted anywhere in the top three next year? No. no. Well, he'll, be, he'll be drafted in the top three. Top three? Yeah. Well, wait, top not top not, not, not in the second round. Top three? Because this year he's drafted in the top two. I'm talking about uh, rounds. Yeah, top three, top three. Because oh, right this year you drafted in the he's back not, end of the second. Yeah, he'll 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 maybe fall to like a you know back of the third, mid third, somewhere. Around That's not there. much of a fall then for as, for as yeah. the type of projection. He's a name. He's, he's a name. People are not going to just drop him. Yeah. Okay. So the name is still going to get him by. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think Pitts think so. is gonna jump him. Pitts is gonna Andrew's jump gonna him. jump him. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if Hawkinson jumps. Just Doesn't matter if they jump him. He's still going. He's not. He's not going past the third. That, that means you're saying a bunch of tight ends are going to the first two, three yeah, rounds. I'm not taking not one, not one, <laughs> damn, one of them. Not now. Not now. Not now. Now, let's not totally <laughs> ignore Logan Thomas because Logan Thomas wasn't bad. If he comes Man, back. he's been good. Yes. If he yeah. comes back and kind of reasserts himself. The only thing about Logan Thomas, now that RJ has looked the way he's looked, are they just going to give the whole pie back to Logan, or are they now going to be? You more get the majority of it. Even RSJ worked in a little bit when Logan was there, but th- he that, that was my cutoff. And then when Logan started kind of going Fan, up to the fans second, sixth round, I was okay. like, no. Fans look pretty okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the seventh round tight end, ideally what I wanted and to do. And Goddard's about to start to be a yeah. thing too. Ideally what I wanted to do with tight end was like draft all my skill positions first and then, and then tight, take end. tight end. And then tight end. Yeah. Get the yeah. value. Okay. All right. So speaking of value, listen. We all expected A.J. Dillon to kind of come in at some point. Season is still early. The NFL season is still early. We're halfway through the fantasy season. Yeah. Aaron Jones still healthy, still kicking, still looks good. But Dillon's been – he's been getting work. He's been okay. Yeah, yeah. He's been his work okay. has been kind of increasing. It's been increasing. But not enough for you to start him, though. No, he's not. I, I started no. him – the week where he got that pass touch, I started him. Luckily. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. by necessity. Yeah. Uh, so I was happy about that. Um Aaron Jones has not been blowing up though. I'm hit that one game where he yeah, like, it's like week two, right? Yeah, right, right. On a, a primetime game, yeah. everybody watched it. But other than that, I, I, look, I'm you don't. You, look, I didn't draft Aaron Jones for September and October. Okay, mm. I drafted Aaron Jones for November for and December, yeah. and they play in Green Bay where it gets cold. Do you see AJ you Dillon's role the increasing then? Yeah, I do. I th- so I, you still think Aaron Jones? Or, so you think it's just going to become a running team? Or what do you think? I think so, especially when it gets colder. He was one of your highest handcuffs, though. Like he was towards the top of. Yeah, but then he started his ADP started creeping up a little bit, you know. But yeah, he was definitely one of my highest handcuffs because it just takes one Aaron Jones injury, and you've yeah. already seen this is the this is the thing that I love. 
you've already seen him incorporated in the past game mm-hmm. with Aaron Jones healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw enough last year when 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 he played that one game where Aaron Jones was injured, and he just like it was like a he was like in the snow. It's like sometime in like November December. I forget who they were playing, but he just looked like an absolute beast. Yeah. I saw is, enough then. I saw is. enough then. So I was I like, mean, it's a, it's you know it's a play to win. We're, play. we're definitely not saying dropping him or anything yeah. like that. And again, I started him recently. So if you're in a pinch, I, mean, I started him last week. You yeah. If you're in a pinch, put him in your lineup. <laughs> See what happens, man, because he can yeah. do some good things yeah. for you. He getting started this week for sure. Now, what about um, Adams? Any concern? No. Devontae Adams. Hell no. no. Okay. No. I think you drafted him in the first round. You're feeling pretty happy. Yeah. Well, he hasn't done much in these last couple games. What? Last game, he didn't do much. I think he had like three catches for like 70-something yards. He's had maybe like one, maybe two down two down games, really. He's only had two yeah. down games. And one of those games was a New Orleans game where everyone just got to kind of throw that out the books. Uh, but even then, like, you know, there have been plenty of first-round picks. that have, I don't think any first-round pick has smashed every single week. Right, except for um, King Henry. No, he didn't smash every week. He his, first, his first game was not good. Mm. Mm. So, and a twelve point four and a twelve point nine week, it's not necessarily a dud. That's his. That's his. That's his absolute twelve floor. point game for a first round receiver. That's yeah, not but much. those are his down weeks though. Like he still oh, yeah, gave yeah. you twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. week I'm, two thirty one. I'm not saying, I'm not saying as a whole he's been a disappointment. I'm just saying those weeks are not what you would want from your. Main but that kind of goes back to the whole. Receiver. That goes back to the whole idea of you know people saying, "Oh, this is a year to like go zero RB." Mm-hmm. It like forget you know ignore people who talk about strategy. Zero RB, this just and that. Take the best player. Man, just take the best yeah. player. Take I'm, the players that are going to score all the fantasy yeah. points, and you'll and, win. And, and pray they don't get injured. That's 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 literally it. Mm-hmm. Right. Take the best players. That score the most points that aren't going to get injured. Yeah. If you can do that, it's easy. It's, it's, honestly, <laughs> fantasy is really easy. If you really think about it like that, yeah. Like, like, yeah. But yeah, it really like, does not matter. It difficult. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you like loaded up on RBs early because honestly, like my best team, some of my best teams are like RB heavy, and I just took the right RBs. I took Najee Harris and Austin Eckler and Zeke Elliott. You know, you took I took the right RBs. I wasn't super high on Antonio Gibson. You know, we had that whole mm-hmm. podcast where I was talking about that. Uh, but I did take, you know, the discount on, on Barkley. Mm-hmm. Some weeks it looked great, but then obviously he had the injury. So, and then anyone who t- had the first overall pick, like, you basically took CMC, mm-hmm. you know? But the thing is, too, is, like, for all those teams where I went, like, RB robust, mm-hmm. those are my only teams where I have players like Mike Williams Debo Samuels, okay? Mm-hmm. And almost all my teams have either Brandon Cooks or Marquise Brown. So me going RB early allowed me to take these late-round wide receivers, which is the reason why I did that, because I felt comfortable that, like, I'm more likely to find these guys late. Mm-hmm. And then guess what I still did? I still loaded up on these handcuffed RBs. Right. So I feel like I got the best of both worlds. Right. You know, like, okay, my RB gets hurt. Well, guess what? Well, I got Alexander Mass and a bunch of teams. I'll say We're this. Picking up, you know, Khalil Herbert. So, yeah. you you know, there's no strategy. You know, you, you I'll say this. Draft the best players. I, I agree. I don't think there's any ideal strategy. Again, just pick the best players. One strategy can work one year. The next year, a different strategy can work. It's the same amount of players don't get hurt every season. You know, right now we're having this this – situation where a whole bunch of these these high-end or starting running backs are getting hurt next year it might come around only a small percentage of these running backs get hurt so so who's to tell what i will say is for the t- people that do like to go zero running back if you're in a league with me that strategy is not going to be very 
very promising for you because those same <laughs> those same like handcuff or backup running backs that you're targeting late. Yeah. I'm taking. I'm taking them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. I don't care what I drafted yeah. early. Yeah. I'm still going to be after those. So we're going to be competing for these high yeah. end, high end, mid end, low end running back handcuffs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be trying to get them too. Just because I, I drafted running backs in the first four rounds, don't mean I'm just going to say, okay, forget it. I'm good now. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I know it's a game of attrition, and these guys get hurt. Mm-hmm. So, and the funny thing too is like if you go back to like our earlier pods, we talked about this as far as like okay, if I'm going RB robust, like these are the wide receivers that I'm looking at late, and most of these guys are hitting. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talked about Emmanuel Sanders. We even talked we talked we talked plenty of times about AJ Green. Mm-hmm. Even like a player like that where you can get late and get like good production to kind yeah. of get you like all of these players. You know, you can you can find you can find late players at almost any position yeah. uh, week in week out. Running back though is hard. Because you need that injury, okay? And then you need to hope that you have that handcuff and hope that you held on to said handcuff. Like like Madison. Yeah. You know? And if you because, didn't, you have to make sure you bid the right amount because yeah. somebody else can outbid you, you know, or or whatever. So yeah. little secret, like when I go through waves, no, the no, first no, thing. No, no. Oh, okay, sorry. No. <laughs> no. I know exactly Next what you're about to say. Because that did help me like kind of Next figure topic. out like I was gonna set it up. All right. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. I want to go through them real quick. We've already talked about Dalvin Cook going out, Madison stepping in, one of the highest handcuffs uh drafted in, in FFPC. One thing that we did talk about earlier on in the season though was who's gonna be uh receiver one on that Minnesota Vikings team. I don't think we put it on tape. Did, did we not? No, it was, that was poker night. Oh, it was. That was poker, poker night. night. That was poker night. All right. Halfway through fantasy uh, season, who's going to be receiver one? It's going to be Justin Jefferson. He's like, he's the alpha receiver. Now, you're not going to have Justin Jefferson, no alpha, no no receiver outside of that Michael Thomas year for the most part. Maybe Devontae Adams last year. It's just going to dominate all touches. But those are very specific situations because they are the only good wide receivers, excellent wide receivers on their team. So, I have plenty of feeling. Like, we were drafting him, in, especially when he was going in the fifth and sixth round. But if you're asking who's the best wide receiver, to me, it's Jefferson. If you watch the games, his ability to separate, his jack, et cetera, to me, it just excels. So, I like Jefferson. Definitely an argue, argument can be made, you know, in terms of, okay, you know, should their ADPs be so far apart? To me, that's more of just an issue that maybe Thielen shouldn't be drafted as late. But we've also seen Thielen struggle and have quite a few bad games. Even in Justin Jefferson's bad games, he's giving you pretty good value. So he's giving you a safe floor with that upside appeal. So that's why mm-hmm. I like Justin Jefferson as you know the ideal wide receiver in that lineup. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, if you recall, I never my, my stance was I wouldn't be surprised if the if it ended up being Thielen. Now, initially, of course, I would say Jefferson. He was the guy that people, if I had to draft, if I was in a round and I, those were my two options, I would have taken Jefferson before Thielen. But I also know what the type of offense they have and the fact that Thielen was still wide receiver two. They have a, a very narrow passing tree that Thielen can have a, a season where he ends up possibly scoring more touchdowns or having more high-end games, kind of like this last game where he had a higher-end game than Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the if we, by the end of the season we, we looked at the numbers and we found that Thielen scored more fantasy points than Jefferson, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, if I was to make a bet, I would have put my money on, on Jefferson. Oh, yeah. um, but I wasn't going to say I 100% am positive sure 
Jefferson is that guy. And, and we're kind of seeing it play out. You yeah. know, they're having the I think Jefferson has higher has had higher games than Thielen thus far. Mm-hmm. But look at this last game. Thielen had the higher game yeah. by a good amount. So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. You know, neither of them has gotten injured thus far, which is fortunate. Yeah. Um, injuries can also play a, a part in all of this. Yeah. Uh, we're only halfway. We're not even halfway through the season. We're like in the first yeah. quarter or third of the season. So uh, we'll see how it happens. All right, guys. So let's talk about the AFC South. Listen, oh, that's Tyler, our- Tyler Conklin, shout out. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's talk about the AFC South for a second. I hate to start off talking about our Houston Texans, but let's go ahead and talk about let's our talk Texans about them. for a second. Listen, Mills being in at quarterback. Man, Mills has not looked that bad. Th- that's, that's what I was going to say. The crazy Mills thing has is, not looked that bad. I thought he was going to look horrible, to be honest with you. And, you know, I'm, I'm game, the he's optimist. not looked that bad. He's uh-huh. actually been doing something. I'm like... What is this? He's messing up my my Brandon Cook shares. Is, is, is <laughs> no, he did. He, he, he got you. No, he he got you. Brandon Cook a little bit. Last game he scored. Last game. Last game. But the game before that, it, it don't matter who was a quarterback against New England. They were going to take away Brandon Cook. That's yeah. what yeah. that's what Belichick does. Takes away the best player. No, you um, shouldn't have started in that game. You got some, You can't be. A, you can't okay. be scared Why to sit this attack on me. I literally said it in the text. Not a Brandon Cooks week. Yeah. The thing. The thing with the Texans for me is. Once Tyrod went down, a lot of the hope for me kind of went with him because yeah. he was like that steady force yeah. for them. Because, you know, we just lost. We didn't lose Watson. Yeah. But we just went from having one of the best quarterbacks in the league mm-hmm. to this other guy that nobody went. They didn't care who he was. It wasn't Watson. So yeah. they weren't feeling it. Yep. Yeah. But Tyrod, as y'all saw from the beginning of the season, he was that steady force that kind of was able to keep us in games. Facts. Facts. Once he got hurt, I was like, okay, this ain't yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Now, yeah. now we know third Third round rookie quarterback, yeah, yeah. and he looked horrible to start off. Oh, he man. did, he and then against who was the Bills? The Bills look yeah. even worse. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that was the Bills. Though. But then these last couple games, like okay, no, he's on these touchdown. Okay, and look, you know, I've been very critical. Okay, uh, and I've completely called this a rebuild from the get go, and I get where you're coming from because I think there's definitely some truth to that, and that's why to to me it was important that we just didn't ignore all the Texans wide receiver or uh, you know uh, players. You know, when it came to drafting, but mm-hmm. really, like, I do feel like Mills has played very well. So much so that obviously, you know, I have quite a few shares of Cooks and, you know, I'll start them most weeks, but I'm also picking up Nico Collins. Nico. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up uh, Nico. And that's Collins. another thing Nico's been hurt. Yeah. yeah. Nico got hurt Nico's the same game hurt. Tyrod got hurt. He's, we really I mean, don't even know what he's going to be. He's yeah. been playing with a lot of scrubs. Chris Connolly is a scrub. Chris Moore. Chris Moore. Like, where did he come from? Let me call these players scrubs. But they are not like, they're not very good wide receivers compared to other NFL wide receivers. <laughs> right. Uh, so, but Nico, Nico is like that big bodied wide receiver, and I think he's just going to build more rapport. But I'm to the point, what I, was, what I was saying, I'm to the point where I don't want Tua. Don't send me Jalen Hurts, okay? Talking about the Texans? The Texans. Now, I wouldn't mind Jalen Hurts. Keep, he's no, from no, Houston. No. He's from Houston. I don't care. I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, you want to you rock with Mills for a little I bit. I want to rock with Mills. Yeah. I don't even want Tyrod to come back. I mean, I love Tyrod. I, I wish him all the best. Really? I want Tyrod to go to a team where he's valued. Where mm-hmm. he well, he has some value because I, I mean I understand the idea. So you, of want, you want to see what Mills got? I want to see what Mills got. There's no point in bringing back Tyrod at this point. Everybody is gone. That'll be like four teams Every- in a row where Tyrod lost the starting job. I don't know from injury. Everybody's yeah. gone. Gosh. And I got Tyrod on my draft sharks. You know, I was I was in the lead. I kind of needed him. But, I want to see but even. I, I'm, I'm, I just want to see him get a too. chance because I feel for the team on that one. I feel like he like this is his opportunity, yeah, man. But yeah. but the way Mills is looking, you might you might have a point there. 
but that, yeah, again, sorry, to, we don't want to spend too much time on Texans, but he's making he's making some of the wide receivers relevant. So obviously you got Brandon Cooks there, but Nico's another guy that I'm looking at, and we just need one of these running backs to get traded, get cut, or something to happen. So and there will be there will there will be a vi- potentially a viable running back. But name your guy. I was gonna throw my dynasty guy stashes later. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Scotty Phillips. I, I, I keep, hey. keep that name in the back. Yeah, of the head. just if you hear at any point they say something about making him active. Yeah. Because this, is, this is the type of team, you know, I think we talked about it uh, last episode. When we get later in the season, then these teams that really don't have much to play for, they, they get in evaluation mode. There's no reason for them to play Ingram. There's no reason for them to play David Johnson. They're going to play some of these younger guys. That's how Aaron and, Foster and got wanted, noticed. Yeah. Yeah. He, he played at the end of the season, yeah. did well, and then he went into the next season as a starter. Yeah, so names like that are guys that you like. Because we all know, once you get into the playoffs, and especially in the championship round, sometimes it's just like yeah. it's a coin flip, and it's like you could start this no-name guy, and that guy can all right, explode. Let's, let's, let's get out the Texans. Okay, sorry. Yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. Let's move to uh, the Colts. Let's talk about the Colts for a second. Yeah. You guys were high on Mo, Mo Alley Cox. Listen, he looks we would, good. We would not say we were high on Mo Alley You Cox. were high on him. I mean, I it, wouldn't say high on him. It was a matchup play. Match but, play. like, high considering that nobody was talking about him, right? Like, it was a matchup play. You are like, hey, yeah. like, that's a guy to take a look at. Um, are you playing him further after this matchup? He, like, he's a week-to-week player. I'm, not, I don't, I'm cutting him across the board. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'll let somebody. This is the thing. This is where you win. You play him when they score. You bench them and cut them when they don't score. Mm-hmm. And then you let somebody else pick them up, especially in your home leagues, and then you let them play them in right. a bad matchup because they just saw, oh, this player just went off. Mm-hmm. Like that was like Uzoma that one week. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else play them, let them take that dud, and then you play them in the right matchups. Right. These players like that are week to week plays, matchup plays, and yeah, I got lucky with the touchdown, but that's part of the analysis. Right. Texas, that's what the Texans give up. You know, they give up production to the tight end and tight, you know, that Colts offense targets tight ends in the red zone. So. Two and two kind of came together, but yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I have no issues cutting players like that. Players like as that far as the Colts, I'm gonna give um, Wentz's credit. He's been do- look good lately. Now mm-hmm. he's playing against bad matchups, but the okay. matchups are what they are. Right. Yeah. Um, got a couple more bad matchups. Exactly, coming up. he has a couple mm-hmm. more coming up soon. I wouldn't even mind if he picked up Wentz and played him in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what Jonathan Taylor's been looking like. Lately. Oh yeah. man, I Sorry. love what. Okay, are y'all picking up Watson? We got we have to mention that. We did not mention. Watson? We don't have to talk about the trade, but is it, are I'm you picking are, him up? Are you are you picking? Are you adding him in any leagues? No, I'm not. But I'm I wouldn't. Not. I wouldn't fault people for doing it. I'm I get not. it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm adding I'm them. Not. Yeah. <laughs> the teams where the, I found the teams where I'm adding Watson are my Russell Wilson teams. Mm. Okay. Okay. Is that is that, okay, is that dart throw or teams where like I'm just struggling at quarterback? Like I like I you know I went neck at Tannehill and I got you know uh, sucked into. Sam Darnold. Oh man, mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about Sam. I mean, <laughs> but like those teams, like are like okay, let me just let me see what happens. Like you right. know, if, if I got the space, if I can kind of stomach a week or two. If, if you got the space, do yeah. it. Stay ready because that's the ultimate. Stay ready. Yeah, you right. know, I'm not. They got weapons. The way the way my team is yeah. built, I, I, I'm yeah, not. That's wrong. Um, All right, but my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. What were we just talking about anyway? No, let's so, talk about uh, that backfield with Nashim. The Colts. Okay. So yeah. Russell, I mean, Jonathan Taylor looked good. Naheem Hines, for some reason, his role has been reduced a little bit, maybe because how great Taylor's looking. Mm-hmm. They're playing Mac a lot more, maybe because they showcase him, you know? Um, but if Mac is traded, he has some value. Now, mm-hmm. I know there's been rumors him, the Chiefs has been looking at him. Um, I don't think he's going to go to the Chiefs, but wherever he does go, it's a team that obviously covets him um, for, to trade for him. And him coming off that Achilles, you would have thought there was a little bit of concern, but when he's got burned, 
He's looked like a viable running back. Mm-hmm. So if you're a person that's probably hurting that running back and you just want somebody that can maybe give you a little, you know, boost, you know, in these next few weeks, that's a guy I would probably stash. Um, but but we'll see how that goes. Um, but besides that, Jonathan Taylor's doing great. Probably looks – honestly looks like, other than Henry, probably – I would say he probably looks like the best running back in the NFL. Huh, Eckler. Yeah. Eckler. Like, yeah, I like running back, running back. Like yeah, like, running yeah, back. yeah, running back. Like oh, pure running back. Okay. Pure running back. I think I think it's like Jonathan Taylor. I do like what I've been seeing out of Pittman. Um, I was liking what I was seeing mm-hmm. out of Paris. Paris is gone now. Mm-hmm. T.Y.'s back. So maybe that's going to be an even exchange. Um, T.Y.'s hurt now. T.Y. might not even play this week. So yeah. we'll see. Um, but Pittman's kind of doing his thing. I don't know what I know. I don't know what I think about the Colts. They're, the problem with their wide, this is why I wasn't on their wide receiving core. They spread the ball around. They've done that for years, mm-hmm. okay, under this head coach and OC. Yeah. So it's not, it's never a situation where you just have an out. So it's hard to figure out week in and week Speaking out. Speaking of that, that specific point, I played Pasco this week because I knew they were playing the Texans. And zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. He did the same thing to me. Super did. But yeah. they also had, they also had. Hilton come back, yeah. okay. The Paris got Paris hurt in the second quarter. He got hurt, but they were they I mean, were up they were up by so much they were just kind of running the ball out. And they played who's they they played some rookie or you know a younger player I can't remember receiver yeah receiver he was getting more work the week before against Baltimore. Is it Denzel Patman? No, it wasn't him. It okay. was somebody. It was like somebody knowing, else. Knowing that you play Pascal. Along with me makes me feel so bro. So I was better. so mad. <laughs> I was yeah. I was more embarrassed. I was more embarrassed. But he he's been steady. Like, you know he was a steady receiver yeah. for them. Yeah, leading up to that game, and then you're playing the Texans. Yeah, who had one of the worst secondaries. Like it's easy matchup. Yeah, yeah zero. But when they points. have so many pass targets and you know they're gonna be up, like you just basically hoping that he's the one that catches the touchdown. No, no but, but look, Pittman did okay. Yeah. Paris did okay. Ty Ty did okay. Yeah. And this man gets zero. Zero. Yeah. Man, come on, man. You're dead to me. Like, I'm never playing him ever for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Let's move so. on to the Jags. They finally Dillon. get their first. Dillon. That was the guy's name. Oh, Ashton Dillon? Ashton yeah. Dillon. No, when he's I nice. Saw, when he's I nice. saw him, when I saw him he's catch a rookie, pass. Though. He's a second year guy. Okay. When I saw him catch a pass against Baltimore, I was like, okay. Wait. I want nothing to do with wait, this. Wait, wait. Did he catch a pass against Texas? Yes. No, not against the Texas. Against, oh, I was about uh, to Baltimore. say. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, Pascal's yeah, super dead. Like, Barry in the ground, never. Resurrecting type yeah, like thing. Ashton Dillon, who is this? Yeah. yeah, he was he was an undrafted guy. Yeah. He was one of those uh, Division two schools. He was he was actually okay. had a little buzz in the draft last year. All right, All right so let's talk about the Jags for a second. We got to talk about them. They finally get their first win of the season over across the pond. Listen, outside of James Robinson, I know you guys picked up some Trevor Lawrence. Have you guys played Trevor Lawrence so far this yes, year? Yes, I have. You I played, played him last week. I played him last week, too. I played now, I'm telling you, these, these are matchup plays. Don't look at these players. Stop looking at players as season long. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a player in your roster does not mean you have to play him week in and week out. Obviously, I'm almost DFS-ish a little bit. Yeah, Kamara's, you know, Chubb, you, know, you know, those high-end guys, yes, those are just fixtures in your lineups. But these other guys, like... They're just like, you know, you hit them in... Qu- no, I don't say <laughs> <laughs> These are guys that you just play, you know, you just, you know, play a matchup. Like, play, like get the points and then put them on your bench. Yeah. That yeah. way it's like, okay, when I look at the, you know, at the, at the entirety of the year and I look at my QB production, based off of my start-tip decision, I want to end up with a QB1. And if mm-hmm. you did that, then whatever you did at QB worked. Mm-hmm. Okay? That, that, so that, that's kind of how I evaluate it. But... The Jags, they're disappointing. 
but they're still viable fantasy players on that squad. Yeah. As much as I don't, I didn't like Lavisca coming into the year for you know all the reasons we talked about. Now there's no DJ Chark. Lavisca's mm. playing a very much different role. Uh, you got to assume like the offense the can put up points, especially because yeah. they need to score because they've yeah, been losing all these games. That's the, that's, that's the biggest you thing. Know, so they have to keep putting up points yeah. regardless. Like even last week. LaVisca's going into halftime where he had like two catches yeah, for yeah. nothing. But then by the end of the game, he he, he had yeah. a better stat line. Um, as long as they're trailing, yeah. all the way up to the final second of that, the game, they're going to keep trying to produce. Um, and this is the biggest thing, too, is that like James Robinson is not going to continue to get these cake matchups when it comes to rushing. Oh, yeah. So, yes, he's a good runner, and yes, he'll still have production. Obviously, you're going to start him week in and week out. But he's not. they're not going to just be able to like give it to James Robinson and have him. But the good you know, thing about James Robinson, and there's one other player I want to mention that y'all know who I'm probably talking about. But the good thing about James Robinson is they're not really giving Carlos Hyde much work. Yeah. Oh, yeah so he really yeah. is having a majority of that pie yeah, in that yeah. backfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the player I do want to mention is Jamal Askew. Now, here's the crazy thing with Jamal Askew. He was with the Lions, right? The dude was a cornerback. Maybe a safety. But he was a DB. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Played return man for the Lions as a DB. Yeah. Was so great as a return man, they decided to give him some offensive snaps. Yeah. Okay, gets a little snap in there. They deoned him. Yeah. Yeah, they deoned him a little bit. Yeah. Now he's playing with the Jags. Again, Started as a return man. I think they actually are only playing him in offense as a gadget guy, but now that DJ Shark is gone... They're giving him more touches. But this guy started the game, I think, in the first two targets. First two, three targets in the game. And he's looked good. Yes, yes. So it's like, okay, should I start targeting and ask you? Because we know he has the ability to take it to the house. He almost has that Albert Wilson type ability in him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think people are still sleeping on him. I I grabbed him a fair amount of my dynasty leagues. Remember they had Tavon Austin the week before, and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait come on!" Tavon Austin's still there. I think he started his last game too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He should be able to take. He should be able to take a, take away that role from Tavon Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But don't sleep on him because, yeah. it, especially if you know, if they don't have any other options available to them, and they're going to have to keep yeah. passing the ball, he's going to keep getting work. You yeah, know, I think he scored double digits the last yeah, couple of weeks. It's going to be a struggle with this offense because you know Marvin Jones is probably like the the, the, the safest. 1A. Uh, but even then, he's still not that safe. So this this is definitely not the offense we were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. our, our hope is they improve. You gotta mm-hmm. remember, it's still a young quarterback, yeah, a rookie coach. You yeah. know, you would and think they would get better. And they're coming off a bye. And they're coming off in a win. Hey, I don't trust this team. Yeah, not, now yeah. of course at the moment we don't trust them. Still a long season. But you know what? You know so. To me, them winning was less about them winning and more about Miami losing, which is oh, yeah. why now mm-hmm. we're getting all these Deshaun Watson rules. Yeah. When you lose to the Jags, yeah. this like this this you know this uh, laughing stock of the team or the uh, of the league, that's when like the the heads Especially up coming off the week yeah, that they that's when the owner the GM yeah. are like look like this is like come on this now. ain't gonna work come yeah, on we now. just lost the yeah. Jags like the yeah. Texans beat the Jags reevaluate yeah like yeah. reevaluate come on like this, yeah. come on so. So they're only they're, they're one in something, right? The Dolphins they only beat the 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 Patriots week one. I think so. I'm not sure. Let's see. I think what and that was the game. Damian Harris fumble, which yeah. they should have lost because if Damian Harris didn't fumble, the, yep. the Patriots would have scored. Yeah, and, and the thing about the Dolphins they don't have the first round draft pick this year. They traded it to the Eagles. 
they're ahead. they're in win now mode, so they 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 need to get Deshaun Watson. Win now mode with no wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Doing? Let's talk about the Titans for a second. Yeah, they're probably my most disappointing team, just because I, I put them on that pedestal. I know that they're four and two, and this win meant. You thought they were going to be better than this? I still thought that they were going to be. Better. I told I told you they were. This team is schizophrenic. They are. They play to the level of their competition. They will look like absolute garbage one week, and they'll look like Super Bowl contenders the next week. They've done that for now the last two or three years. Do you think they should have lost this game? Yes. No. You Why? Think, no. They, 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 they went in. The bill, they, they beat the Bills. They beat the Bills. They went in and did what they did. Okay. Because for a couple for a couple reasons. One, on the offensive end, they 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 run through Derrick Henry. And Derrick yeah. Henry ran over the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So they established what they needed to do. You also saw the return of A.J. Brown. He started looking more like mm-hmm. A.J. Brown what was this that? game. Because yeah. going into the game, he's sick. He's going right. to be on a he target count. I mean, I know, I know he was sick, but they were just making it. They were almost depressing his value going into the game. No, he literally had food poison. Like, he was almost Yeah, no, he's still play. sick now. I don't think he practiced yeah. today. But they were saying his snap share was going to be reduced or yeah. anything like that. And then the game comes. I think the first half he was kind of. I don't even yeah. think he had a catch the first quarter or something yeah. like that. But then by the second half he looked like freaking Jerry Rice out there or something like that. Like yeah. what I, happened? I honestly I think it, it was all Derrick Henry. So if you saw like they were like deep crossers. So mm-hmm. and they were off a play action and it was a typical AJ Brown yeah. play. And the reason I say he's AJ Brown ish is because normally AJ Brown would have take those take to the house, take to the house because he had yeah. a couple of those where like normally he can pick up some speed and some yeah. acceleration and take that to the house. But they was all off play action. Yeah, Derrick Henry punched them in the mouth yeah. and they had no choice but to dedicate resources. And you saw the linebackers creeping up. bite on mm-hmm. every single play action and AJ Brown was wide open right. on those mm-hmm. plays. So I, I still think the Bills should have won that game. Yeah. yeah. I think the Bills lost that game more than the Titans won it. Maybe it's a, a but mixture the Titans of both. also and this is the thing too, the Titans also lost. They had a lot they had some defensive injuries. They lost their they Julio lost their quarterback. Went out. But I'm talking about on the defensive end. They lost their yeah. you know quarterback. They had a lot of cornerback injuries. They lost they their first round pick Caleb yeah, Farley or, for the year now. Or whatever his name yeah, was. Yeah. So but they came in with a very good game plan of bend but don't break. Like Ray was doing his thing. Yeah. Bend but don't break. And they had a lot of penalties. They had just a lot of just like error type plays. Mm-hmm. So I don't like people are making it seem like like the Bills just like, you know, just completely gave that game up. No. Yeah. Actually the Titans were giving that game away right. throughout the game. If you if you like watch closely with some of the defensive, you know, personal foul penalties, some of the offsides, just a lot of just like I don't call them stupid plays, but plays that like really put them in bad situations. Yeah. So but th- again, this is a team that I think could like literally win the Super Bowl or team that could potentially the, the miss the playoffs. The thing with them is, wow. again, going, I, I do think the Bills should have won that game mm-hmm. and had every opportunity all the way to the very end to win that game, yeah. which mm-hmm. would have put another loss on the Titans. And I also think that Seattle game that Tennessee won, Seattle should have won. Hmm. That was the game that went to overtime where Seattle yeah. had the lead yeah. most of the game and then Tennessee yeah. came back in the fourth quarter yeah. and then won in overtime. So this team could easily be two and four and we could be saying something totally different about that game. <clears throat> I do feel like they're coached very well. The mm-hmm. coach never to give up, yeah. you know, keep fighting to the bitter end, and yeah, that's the like type of that's the type of team that can that can almost like um, um, play better than their abilities, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, I'm not sure how far they can go, but as long as you're in contention, you have a chance, mm-hmm. and, and that's what what benefits them. Um, so so we'll see. I, I think the Jekyll and Hyde analogy is good because you know 
they are a team where they kind of play to their to their competition. Um, if they're in a shootout, I'm not sure if they can compete unless the defense just can't stop Henry. Mm-hmm. Like this last Bills defense just couldn't stop Henry. I think, um, but I, I think Tannehill will get better. They, that, and that's the thing. I don't know about up. Tannehill. Really I feel like just, they'll get better. I feel like Tannehill has, has had to deal with a lot of injuries at wide receivers. He's, he's, he's. I mean, he's throwing a guys like Nick Westbrook Akini. Did yeah. I get that right? I got yeah. that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got that yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's throwing it, you know. So, like, he's had what a lot of Chester issues. Chester Rogers? Is he hurt? No, he's still, he's still, he's still okay. fine. Um, but, yeah, I think I think uh, Westbrook Akini is the guy you want if Julio is out. Because uh, they're going against KC, so you got to assume that uh, they may have to pass. Oh, just a quick update uh, regarding Latavius Murray, uh, our... Uh, doctor in the house, uh, physical therapist Carlos Reyes believes that Latavius Murray may be out three to five weeks, so that he anticipates Ooh. it. Whoa! Uh, based off of kind of what he is seeing. Uh, again, this is preliminary info. Okay, uh, so don't hold him to this. But I specifically asked him about this, uh, and uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I saw that play, and I just did not like the way that it looked. I felt like hmm. Latavius was going to be out a little bit sooner. So that that's 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 been the reason why I've kind of been like. You know, maybe hyping up uh, uh, Freeman a little bit more so uh, than I normally would. Okay, all right, all right. Like I want to, I wanted to move to the NFC South, but since you brought up Latavius Murray, let's talk about the AFC West, uh, right quick. Latavius Murray's on the AFC North. We already talked about the Ravens. We talked about the Ravens. That's the Ravens. Oh, Ravens! I don't know why. Like I was jumping to the Raiders because I wanted to talk about. You're thinking about like five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like four teams ago for Latavius Murray. Oh yeah, that's right. He was like, oh, he's still on the Raiders. All right, so let's go to the NFC South like I wanted to do anyway. Um, and let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Listen, Cordell Patterson has really eaten up a lot of the value away from Mike Davis. That's my oh, guy. Are you guys still playing Mike Davis? Uh, yeah, I played yeah. him. I played him the week before, but I got you mean you first got to give credit to uh, Deo for uh, yeah. Cordell Patterson. This dude yeah. was like all over him. Yeah. The only reason I even have you know a few shares. So yeah. Um, I, I I snuck him on our main event team without telling Abby. Did. Like, I didn't want Abby to convince me not to and pick I him up. I almost dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> but normally, you know, I think we have. I think we kind of understand each other. Like when we kind of add some of these speculative guys, like you know, like, all right, let, let's let's give him a week or two. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see, try him out. Let's just let, see. Let's, let, let's see. Let's okay, just let's, see, let me yeah. see where he's coming from. Yeah. And that's why you do joint teams because like I'm never yeah. gonna get everything right. He's never gonna get everything right. 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 And hopefully, you know, that means main event team is doing pretty nice. Yeah, it's too, doing. So. It's doing very well yeah okay um, right. but yeah I, I also i'm keeping mike davis as well yeah. i'm keeping mike davis because he's still the starter yeah. yeah he's still getting burned like it's not, like i didn't even think he scored a touchdown this last week before the bye week um so they're still utilizing him and we didn't see gallman uh uh last week you know the week yeah. before he was getting touches and then last week uh or the uh the week before they were on by uh he pretty much was just like uh almost non-existent yeah. and cordero is, is still getting a lot of steps snaps as the receiver like he's yeah. still going out in the um, in the now you have side, so. now obviously this is where again this is this is a team that's going to be very interesting in the team that I'm going to pay close attention to uh, because they are coming off a bye they've had players injury and out of the lineup and so they kind of had to adjust mm-hmm. so Ridley's very, back this week yeah, Ridley's back this I'm week I'm very interested to see how Ridley Gage, how, Gage, how Pitts now you know Pitts five games so in good. we forgot to mention yeah him. five games so in good. Matt Ryan nobody's been talking about how well he's been playing he has a good matchup this yeah. week yeah 
Uh, so and that's and that's another guy. Like if you're concerned about Dak and you need a, a backup, Matt Ryan's a good yeah, guy Ryan. to go get. Uh, so I'm, I'm really interested in like now how this offense looks hmm. because now, remember at the very beginning of the year we were talking about okay like. Uh, Arthur Smith is like an OC that I trust, and mm-hmm. this, and first few weeks he like is making me look, you know, you know, look not making me look bad, but like it's been disappointing. Right. Uh, but it looks like that last game, and again, granted, it's bad competition, but sometimes this is what you need. You need bad competition to kind of get things to work. So now you get these players back in. You have that week off to kind of reassess, mm-hmm. put some new things in. Not the hardest matchup coming out of the bye. And you get to sort of kind of like really now kind of take, you know, the form of what you anticipated or what you projected your offense to be. So mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what this Falcons team looks like this week. This week coming out of the bye. Let's move to the Panthers for a second. Do the do Carolina trust Chubba Hubbard? Like, do they trust him? Oh, you, you mean with the pickup of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think they do. They trust him in between the tackles, definitely early down. I do not think they trust him as far as like pass protection and third down work. Hmm. So I definitely think Amir Abdullah at some point is going to eat into that. Uh, at least I'm, 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 I'm worried about that. I'm still starting uh, Chubba Herbert, uh, but I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about that. Now, they just signed him, so we'll see, but I'm a little bit concerned about that. I'm not concerned with Abdullah. I think he's more of a return guy, and I think it's probably more so to do with uh, Freeman. Freeman... Start off when the CMC injury first occurred, he was getting a fair amount of backup touches behind Chuba. Um, but as of recent, Freeman's not getting any work. You yeah, know, yeah. they Chuba's a rookie. They still have to back him up with somebody. Now the guy that they're backing up, if, if Abdullah, he's not somebody that's really gotten many running back carries lately with the Vikings. So it's not like they brought in a guy that, that you know that's But Abdullah was getting third down work whenever Madison was injured. Yeah, when Madison yeah, yeah, and when Madison was already yeah. Chuba yeah. does not look I mean, good. He does not look natural catching pass. Yeah, he he's never been that way. Even in college yeah. at Oklahoma State, he's never been a natural pass catcher. He's been a a super fast yeah. between the tackle and even not between the tackle, but space runner. Yeah. Um so he's still that. Um but but again, I didn't expect him to get all the work. I didn't expect him to get CMC's workload. Yeah. Um I'm still okay. I feel like the the magnitude of the workload he's got thus far has been a luxury. Yep. Um, true. So you, definitely, if you've been playing him, then then congratulations to you. Um, but I don't want him getting. Well, let me not say I don't want him because in fantasy you want all the points you want. Um, but I want him getting high end touches. Mm-hmm. He's still going to get that goal line work. Abdullah's not a goal line back. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. He's still going to be the guy that starts the game off with them when they're just kind of driving. Um, and again. Abdullah, I think, is going to play a lot of kick return, too. So so he's going to have his work cut out there as well. I don't think they're going to totally eliminate Chubba in the passing game. Um, but but I'm not too concerned with with Abdullah. I think it's more of a of a of an indictment on Freeman. But before we move away from the Panthers, I want to do a status update. On Robbie Anderson, are you guys still rostering that Robbie I'm, Anderson? I'm, I'm starting Robbie Anderson Uh-oh. across the board this I don't week. Know, I'm not starting him, but I'm keeping him on my team. Uh, so number one, uh, last two weeks he's gotten like 20 plus targets or something like that. Yeah, you, you cannot drop a guy that's getting 10 plus targets a game. If you're like, if you're dropping Robbie Anderson, you better hope there better be gold on the waiver wire. But didn't he have like 11 catches for like 11 yards or like 11 targets? Yeah, like and it's yards. laughable, and I get it, and I get it. But it's but still scored a 11 targets. Too, he scored a but it's still 11 targets, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there were yeah, a lot of bad drops. And one thing we don't care about in fantasy is drops. 
Okay, yeah. players drop. I don't care. We don't lose points for drops. Right. That means you know, like what happened to Marquise Brown? He's actually a good idea. You know, like, losing points for drops. I might implement. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like again, he's getting multiple targets. So, and you see, like, are we talking about Carolina right now? Yeah. Oh, you should have led with with Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Yeah, he's been bad. No, he's been bad. Yeah, but he's been so. Let's just say he's been bad. Okay, and he's been basically kind of similar to the Sam Darnold that he was with the Jets. And this mm-hmm. was my worry: was that like this this offense was so schemed that it was almost too schemed, where like if he if, if teams were taking away his first read, which is DJ Moore, he was going to have difficulty going to the second uh, to his second uh, second uh, progression read. And that's mm-hmm. what we've seen. Not only has he had issues getting to that second progression and identifying the right player to throw it to or, or who's open or, you know, the be, you know, best option, he's also had issues with his accuracy when it comes mm-hmm. to that as well. So that, that was always my worry with it. And you're seeing DJ Moore struggle with it as well. DJ Moore, obviously, he'll get his eventually. But I think this idea of him as like a top four, top five wide receiver, I thought he was like, you know, playing close to his ceiling. That was partly matchup based. That was partly, you know, it being early in the season. And again, kind of like we talked about before, like once teams kind of get tapes and they're like, oh, all he does is look at DJ Moore. Like we watched that, that, that Houston Texans game and we saw. I was there. Literally. Yeah. He, 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 like the only person he looked at was DJ Moore. Like, like you cannot I, be a defensive I wanted to run on the field and yeah. be like, I can cover this dude. Like, do y'all not see he's wide open running yeah. these, these routes? Yeah, so like yeah. you had to assume defensive coordinators were going to kind of get They just played the there. Vikings, right? The Panthers? Yeah. yeah. Who's getting a little bit better? I, I, I want to see what he looks like this week. Yeah. I mean, obviously we're talking about it now, but I want to see what he looks like against the Giants. Yeah. Um, because the Giants, this, that Giants team, are not good, a good team. They should, I, they're worse I, than the, the. I almost feel like that game against the Cowboys just broke the Panthers. Because mm. they were 3 and 0 leading up to that game, right? 3 0 frauds. I think so. Yeah, no, yeah. they're probably frauds. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I wasn't a believer in them, but they started to talk like, hey, we can be a thing this season. Yeah. Like, remember they're adding CJ Henderson? They just added uh, Stephon yeah. Gilmore, so they felt like maybe so they can make a run. Yeah, their defense, though. So this is the thing. I think their defense is actually very good. Yeah. And I've gotten to the point, and it's taken me a hard look, because this is one of those those teams, like, they've been bad for so long. Like, my mind is just, like, does not want to come to grips with the idea that this defense could be, like, really good. Oh, they got some boys. They got Brian Burns but, over yeah. there, too. Like, but their defense is really good. And now Stephon Gilmore may potentially become, you know, be like, he's practicing this week, I think. Yeah. So, like, this defense is really good. So, this defense may be able to keep them in games, yeah. you know. And I think that's all they want to do is, like, keep them in games, like, you know, try and get – you know, Sam Darnold on some you know simple play action passes, some simple read uh, reads, you know, and maybe you know incorporates a little bit more running into it. Yeah. The loss of uh, CMC, I think, just really hurt them so much. Yeah, they, they get CMC back. You'll probably start seeing Sam Darnold doing a lot better. You'll see DJ Moore doing a lot better because yeah. now he's not going to be the primary focus of the defense. So you know, it, it's one of those things: subtraction, addition by subtraction, addition by sub- yeah. No, I think it's subtraction by subtraction. Oh, you lost okay. CMC and you lost oh. production. I don't know. Yeah. You, you know, you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like to move on to the Saints. Are you guys still playing Jawan? I just picked him up because I needed a tight end in a in a pinch just in case. No, <laughs> no. As much as I love Jawan and I was so hyped about him. Uh, again, coming off a bye. Good point, Gexy. Team coming off a bye. Uh, I think I have maybe have one team, and I have a lot of teams. So mm-hmm. I have one team where I'm like, okay, this is like this is the only option. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is literally the only option. But I don't want to play him. I don't want to play him. He's like, he's just not getting targets. He's not, yeah, he's not getting targets. You, you need to like wait and see because yeah. what you're basically hoping for is it's like they're coming down. out of the bye, mm-hmm. and either one, 
because they had two weeks to prepare, they you know created scheme plays, and then you hope to get lucky in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Or two, they're like, okay, Jawan, now's your time. Let's get you more involved in the offense. Let's get you that next level. Let's get you on the field more. But these are all kind of hope but wait, and wishes. But they haven't eliminated Trotman from the offense, though. I don't think that – I think Trotman is the blocking tight end. Yeah, he Maybe might be. Him. He might be, but he's not eliminated, which means yeah. he's still going to be out there. So yeah. if they play Juwan, it's going to have to be like in a two-tight end set. Neither of them are getting – to me – No, neither of them yeah, are, yeah. yeah. I, again, I don't want either – the whole yeah. – honestly, yeah. the whole passing game yeah. is a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. But a little bit. I, I actually like Winston this week against the Seahawks, Yeah, but uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't even know what the C- I mean, the Saints are right now. Kamara's, I guess he's still doing his thing. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the hell they look like this week. Because Winston's having like less than 200-yard passing games, three touchdowns, but like, what That's is what this? what you got to do. You just got to trust in Sean Payton. And he is getting, he's getting, I mean, he's, he's, they're winning games. Yeah, they're winning. Hey, you can't argue games, with winning. You, know? you can't argue with winning. So, And he's calling up plays at the right time. He's just being smart about it. But that's yeah. what this, this team is just going to be a very ultra conservative team. Yeah. Like, they, and this is the thing, too. Like, you should have been picking up their defenses across the board. I may ride with their defense. Yeah, I got the entire last season. Week. Yeah. Uh, their defense, I think, is, is in that top tier. You they're know? going against Geno this week. Yeah. yeah. Their, their defense is in that top tier. Uh, and so he, and he, and they know that their defense is, is legit. Like, Good borderline elite, so they're gonna ride their defense. They're gonna ride that running game, and they're gonna you know play to try to minimize mistakes by Winston. Yeah, they're getting Davenport back. Yeah, uh, Bradley Roby is now gonna start getting more more playing time. Yeah. Also with their offense, Traquan Smith, they designate him for return, mm-hmm. so he's gonna be coming back soon, hopefully. Yeah, and I then Michael Thomas, back. we we're hoping yeah. he's gonna come back in the next couple. Weeks. He's still on PUP, I think, yeah. or is it IR? So he's hopefully coming back soon. So we'll see what happens. It might be a dramatically different offense going forward. All right, so let's talk about the Tampa Bay Bucks, specifically that backfield. I know that at the beginning of the season, we were questioning whether Lenny or, you know, Rojo was actually going to be the bell cow in that backfield. It seems like Lenny has has a firm uh, command of that backfield. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think that that's going to be the case towards the end of the season, or do you think things are going to – Flip a little bit. Yeah, I got that completely wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think through most of like the drafting season, I was just like, I don't want any parts of this backfield, three headed, especially. It's mostly because they brought in Gio, and I felt like Gio, Gio was going to potentially take away a lot, a lot. And then like their values just like really became, you know, uh, depressed. And I felt like Rojo was probably the guy to kind of be the best bet for the early down work. And he actually was the starter. Yeah. He they gave him, the, and then he just like you know Fumble. he missed. He fumbled. He, mm-hmm. you know, he was bad in protection, and then that was just it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, credit for Net. Like he has done very, very well in that role. Granted, yeah. you know, he's taken advantage of some, you know, nice matchups. But this is what I would say with that backfield: if you have Fournette, you just, you know, he's to me, he's for the most part, you know, a weekly play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're gonna see a lot of Rojo dropped, especially with the bye weeks coming up. Mm-hmm. Because if Fournette goes down, it's Rojo's job. And now you, what you want is the lead running back in that offense. Because mm-hmm. that offense is just so powerful from the past that, like, it creates rushing lanes and opportunities for the running backs. And as bad as Rojo is, and we like to, you know, make fun of him in the passing game, he'll still catch passes if there's no Leonard Fournette. So, yeah. Rojo basically kind of goes to like the, you know, I actually consider him kind of like a high price handcuff. Not anybody you have to roster, but 
But I, I, I put him in that category. Definitely not anybody you yeah. can start on a week-to-week basis. But it just takes one Fournette injury, and then now you got the, the guy. Not yeah. even just an injury, but Arians has seemed like the type of coach where, you know, he doesn't mind swapping out his running backs or using a hot hand. Mm-hmm. And if Fournette has the, the yips or he has fumbling issues or he just has a bad stretch, maybe starts making mistakes, mm-hmm. has Brady get blown up, misses a pass protection or something like that. Arians is the type of coach, it seems like, that will put Rojo in and give him his opportunity. Now, once he gets that opportunity, it's up to him to kind of do what he will with them. Mm-hmm. If he shows out, I can definitely see Arians saying, okay, you stay in there. Remember last season... Yeah, he was, um, he was there was a stretch where Fournette wasn't getting any burn. He actually yeah. was deactivated for some games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rojo was getting all that work. Um, and I think I heard that um, Fournette was actually talking like, telling the Bucks, you know, they had like a hard heart, like, let me go or, or trade me. And yeah. then they were like, look, this is what you got to do to get that PT. And then when that playoff run happened, Lenny started to really do his thing, yeah. you know, the playoff Lenny or whatever, Super Bowl Lenny. Um, so, you know, things can change. This is a week-to-week game, you know, and it's a long season. And again, like you said, injuries can occur. Um, you do want that running back with Brady because yeah. he's going to put you in the right situation. Yeah. When you play Brady, you're you're focused on stopping Brady's passing game. Mm-hmm. Though I don't care who's in the backfield. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to give the running back opportunity. So now, as far as rostering Rojo, I don't know because I feel like if you drop Rojo, he's he's going to be out there. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people are really running to go add Rojo. But if you want to kind of stay ahead of the curve, if you want to stay ready, go ahead, Adam, if you have the space. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of how I see that. Gio is a – don't waste your time with Gio. Gio is a, a guy that you don't need to ask. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. not a thing with him. Um, so let him go. Um, uh, but as far as the receivers for the Bucks, we got a lot of A.B. Yeah. That's working out. Yeah. That's working yeah. out better than I thought it was going to work out. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, hey. I, I started A.B. over Godwin last week. Yep. Yeah. And it worked out. Yeah, but when I was thinking, I was like, "Am I really gonna start AB over Godwin?" <laughs> hey. The thing is, he looks like Antonio Brown. Like, yeah, it's like I keep telling back. people that. Like yeah. he's back. Even last year, he looks like Antonio Brown. Yeah. And if you like were asking yourself, you know, okay, do I want Steelers Antonio Brown or do I want Bucks Godwin or Bucks Evans? You were gonna go with Steelers, Steelers Antonio AB, Brown, yeah. and that's what he looks like. Yeah, you know, this so. guy was at one point the number one player drafted in fantasy yeah. or yeah. one of the top two players yeah. and he's almost looking yeah. like that again yeah. and yeah. I get like he's not playing as many snaps as the other guys maybe he doesn't run as many routes but it's the routes that he runs it's the snaps that he plays and it's the target percentage that he gets he's when he's running. and he has a better and, yeah. quarterback now than he did back then yeah. and he's all this dude, all, this dude is just this dude just finds a way to get open yeah. I like players yeah. like that just like I like players like Deontay I like, and Jefferson these guys are just open yeah mm-hmm. yeah so let's talk about the AFC West now. Oh, Ojo, uh, OJ Howard, shout out. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, late. finally. Late. Finally. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Damn. <Finally. laughs> we should play the clip of us talking about <laughs> All right, let's talk about the AFC West. Uh, Denver Broncos, listen, I, I like Melvin Gordon. I know we talked about him last time. I just see him losing more and more carries to Javante. I just don't know if I can play him unless, you know, like some injury happens. Um, let's talk about that backfield for a second. Um, but do you guys trust any of the running backs at this point? Or is there going to have to be an injury before you start? Man, these are, this is probably like my least owned backfield. Uh, so I luckily have not had this decision a lot. But, no, I don't really trust any of them. I mean, there's not – not, 
you know, you need one of them to really kind of go down or else you're just kind of wishing and hoping that one yeah. falls into the end zone. I mean, Melvin Gordon seems to be the one kind of getting more of the third down passing work, but mm-hmm. he's definitely, you know, kind of the least explosive. I mean, Javante, you know, you just open your eyes. He looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, so we can say is that, he really producing, though, or is he just looking good? He looks good. I think he is kind of producing. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Who knows? It's one of those situations where, like, we can you – know, how long are we going to say, like, Javante just looks great? Like, he, eventually he's going to take the back. Yeah, exactly. Eventually. Like, is no it one of those forever. situations where you're just hoping and wishing that he's going to take it? Yeah. Like, you need to ask yourself, what is a coaching staff going to, right. to do? Don't, and, and don't say, like, oh, the coaching staff needs to open their eyes and see who's a better player. Because apparently they, they think it's Melvin Gordon. Right. <laughs> or they and, think that they're equal enough they to just, give him, you know? They just activated and brought back Mike Boone. Oh, and yeah. Who they like. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that now it's almost, I don't know if it's going to become that, but now there's a third player there to get touches that wasn't yeah. getting touches in the past. So, But they got away from the run uh, that last game, and obviously they lost. Uh, so I really anticipate them to really uh, uh, try and establish the run, especially, you know, now. You know, they're going to be assuming they're playing against a backup quarterback. Judy's coming back. By the way, I heard he was running some routes full speed today. Hey, man. Okay. Tim Patrick so stepped be a, in beautifully for him. Yeah. yeah. Sutton, Sutton looked good last week, too. Sutton, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah shout see. out to Sutton. I was, you know, I was not a Sutton guy. I got, I got some Suttons, and I'm happy about what yeah, he's doing. He's been playing well. Another, another late round wide receiver guy. So, if you, like, went wide receiver early, were you really drafting Sutton in the seventh, eighth round? I don't know. Some people were. Some people were not drafting running backs to the 10th, 11th round. But. Super zero running back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, but. quick question. If CEH comes back, does he get his starting job back? Yes. Yeah, he's going to get After it After the way that we just saw Darrell Williams this last week? You gotta, look, you got to be careful about these backups, okay? Because remember, they're fresh. They have not gotten a lot of work all year. They're excited. They just got their new role. CEH didn't they look this good work. when he was fresh. Week one, CEH didn't look this good. I think his reduced. I think his role is going to be reduced. Yeah, these roles going to be reduced. But it was. Yeah. I don't know. He he's still the most talented pass catching running back they have mm-hmm. in an offense that likes to pass the ball. Yeah. He still has the first round draft pedigree, and teams don't want to just make themselves look bad. I mean, they drafted him in the first round last year. So they're not just trying to just make themselves look like they made a mistake there. Um, But but Darrell, sorry, is it Darrell? It's Darrell. It's Darrell. That one is Darrell Williams. That one I know is Darrell. Darrell Williams has definitely earned (laughs) earned whatever he gets going forward. Yeah. You know, and people are not going to be mad at them for playing him more often. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think they're just going to bench CEH. That was a good handcuff pick because that was one that I was kind of dicey on. I was like, man, I don't know how good he is. So I don't. I didn't own a lot of him. I had a couple shares, but if you went with that, that good, good pickup. I know you. people good were pick. picking up Jarek last week as well. Jarek didn't really do much at all last week. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, like, if we're going to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders for a second – are you guys dropping your Peyton Barber shares uh, that you had, or because we talked about people having to make that hard decision? Uh, we did talk about that so, exact thing. Yeah. yeah. So you got a category. So first, I'm going to define what Peyton Barber is. He's mm-hmm. a handcuff. To me, he is a handcuff to Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to hold on to a handcuff that is primarily going to be kind of in between the tackle and goal lines, mm-hmm. and and you're not concerned or you think that Josh Jacobs is going to stay healthy for the foreseeable future, then drop him. Like, this is a tough week. I've definitely dropped quite a few Peyton Barber shares. I've, dra- I've dropped Peyton Barber over Darrington Evans, which sounds ridiculous mm-hmm. in a vacuum. Because you're thinking, Darrington Evans has been on IR. He hasn't been activated. You know, Derrick Henry's been playing amazing. But when I see Darrington Evans, if he is the backup, 
Knowing what he can do also in the passing game, if Derrick Henry goes down, I feel like he would have more of an opportunity. You've been really high on Evans, but is he going to get more burn over? I have no clue. He may not even be the backup. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What I'm waiting for with Darrington Evans before I just like, you know, finally pull the plug is I want to see, does he actually get activated? Because we talk about it. They have 21 days. Mm -hmm. Okay. So does he get activated? Or does he come off of IR? And if he comes off of IR, is he activated for game day? And the reason I didn't drop him this week is because we saw McNichols pull up limp Mm -hmm. and he came out of the game. I don't know how serious that injury is, but you would have to assume that they're going to want to have an active, healthy running back behind Derrick Henry. And again, we all, Derrick Henry's a beast. Best fantasy player overall, fantasy points, eye test, whatever. But he's getting a massive amount of touches. I understand he's a beast, but you just never know, okay? So I'm not going to fall into a trap of just assuming the guy is never going to get hurt. So I'm willing to take that bet because of the potential upside. I know what I saw in the preseason, and I saw early in the game they use him in a three-down role, and they use him out of the backfield. We know his pedigree. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to take that risk over Peyton Barber, who would just maybe just fill in for Josh Jacobs, early down work and still have to kind of deal potentially with Kenyon Drake, you know, getting the you know, passing down work and et cetera. Dio, who's the backup uh, running back for the Chargers? I think it's Justin Jackson today. <laughs> All right, today I think it's yeah. Justin Jackson. Uh, and I've rotated this whole season between Roundtree, Kelly, I've been doing the same thing. I've been kind of rotating them and hoping that I can't. See, like, ask yourself so, like, would you rather own any of those guys or Peyton Barber or Darrington Evans? Peyton Barber. Because it's easy, it's clear. Because would you got, put yourself in a situation where, okay, Eckler goes down. Mm -hmm. Now, what are you going to do? You're going to be forced with a face with a a tough decision. Who's the backup running back for this week for the Raiders? Was it Drake? Because Barber was inactive, a healthy So I wouldn't say that there was actually uh, a backup to Jacobs. It would have been Drake had okay. Jacobs gone down. And then. Did they have uh, a third running back active? Yes. Who uh, was it? Who's the uh, pass catching uh, back? Oh, Jalen Richard? Yeah, Jalen Richard. Okay. He's been active okay. for the last few games, but he hasn't been getting okay. like, as much work as, he, as he's been. And this has been a tough thing with Jacobs, too. We saw Jacobs get a lot of pass game work, you know, you know a, a week or so, you know, two weeks before. And then this past week, he didn't really get much passing down. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha, you. Gotcha, and Drake gotcha. got limited touches, too. He scored yeah. those two touchdowns, but they so, were limited. So going touches. back to your question, I think it's Justin Jackson only because, number one, um, two weeks ago, I saw Justin Jackson getting work over uh, Roundtree. Uh, you mean Kelly? Justin Jackson was injured. Was it? No, no. I saw Justin Jackson getting work over Roundtree because Kelly was injured. One of them dudes was getting work over, but Justin Jackson was the guy getting Kelly was getting. Justin Jackson was injured. He was out. And then Kelly got activated for the first time and then was getting, was getting work over Roundtree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's the thing is I don't know what roles are what because when they bring these guys in, to me, it's just like they're just well, spelling What that showed me, though, is Roundtree's at the bottom, though. Mm-hmm. So that almost like eliminated Roundtree for me. So once I did that elimination, and then, it, you, like you said, he was hurt. But before he was hurt, he was getting work, I believe, over Kelly. Yeah. It's almost one of those processes of elimination. Okay, yeah. must be Justin Jackson. That's yeah. the guy I would pick if I had to pick. Yeah, him. yeah. Right now, though, we never know what happens next yeah. week. Yeah, Roundtree, in this new regime, Roundtree is the guy that they drafted. Everybody else is from the previous regime. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let's talk about the NFC West for a second. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, they look good. They look damn good. Listen, 
last time we had the pod, you oh, said man. play them all, right? Like if you have one of the Arizona Cardinals receiver, play them. All four of them. All four of them. Like they all being useful. It's crazy. Yeah, but how do you guys feel about that backfield? I mean, Connor poaching uh, same thing. I don't. I don't like. I don't like the backfield. I tried. I, I tried not. I tried not to draft the this particular backfield because I was worried about trying to guess week to week who's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to be uh, productive. I think Edmonds has been a bust. Connor's uh, been more productive than Edmonds has. But it's been mm-hmm. touchdowns. Yeah, I know. You know touchdowns are fantasy points. It, 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 it is, is, but, but, it is. The, but those, that, that's always hard to guess and gauge. And we kind of yeah. knew that he was going to get the goal line work. Yeah. But guessing week in and week out, is that going to happen? Well, well, even though you have to guess, you still know that offense is so potent and they're always yeah. going to be getting close to the scoring, like yeah. to the end zone. So yeah. probability-wise, uh, Connor has a better yeah. chance than other teams back what's, up or goal line running what's back. What's saving them... And this is the thing you have to watch out with Kyler Murray. Uh, what's saving them is Kyler's not running. Mm-hmm. He's not running nearly as much as he you did You think the injury's year. starting to get to him again? I just like think he's year. cognizant of it. But I also think, and this is what I was telling you about, you know, uh, Rondell Moore. And I still think this offense can actually get better. Uh, is that he was just going to open up so much. Yeah. You know, because now you got a guy that you can kind of dump things off to. He, there's no need for him to run anymore. Yeah. Rather than, like, run to try because nobody's open or because, you know, got, because you're having to, like, you know, you, you know, he's struggling to kind of, you know, get through his progressions. Right. Now he's a better quarterback. He's still got a ways to go, but he's a better quarterback. Uh, and he has guys that can, like, do a lot of this work for him. Mm. So he's more comfortable with Texas that. Texas high school Quarterback legend. Yeah. Um, legend. Big secret, everybody. That's probably the best quarterback in Texas high school history. Straight up, look at the numbers. Yeah. But the big secret, I don't even know what's a secret, but the big elephant in the room that not a lot of people are talking about is D Hop's target share is like going down a lot yep. this year. A yep. lot, a lot. I mean, he's, he's scoring, I mean, he scored a couple touchdowns in the last game, but he only had three catches. And that's because Kyler Murray has gotten better as a quarterback. Yeah. And they added Ertz now. That's another mouth to feed, and yeah. you're not going to mm-hmm. trade for a guy like that and just not throw him the ball. Yeah, you know. So now they're playing the Texans this week, and D Hop wow. has his feelings about the Texans. Yeah. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised. Look, if, uh, if, if I play DFS this week, I'm probably going to make yeah. sure D Hop is going to be my first player I roster yeah. in my DFS yeah. lineups because he might have 15 targets this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. know, D Hop and Ertz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll see how next uh, this game comes up, but. Um, besides that, slight concern with D-Hop because I don't really know what's going on there. Now, maybe a situation where last year, because, you know, we drafted him because we were thinking about how he did last year, maybe they just didn't have anybody else, so he got all the targets for necessity. Mm-hmm. Now that they have all these other weapons, he doesn't have that necessity there. Yeah. So maybe this is the real D-Hop we should mm-hmm. expect. Yeah, and, um, and and a lot of things have changed now because now, like, obviously, you know, uh, Kyler is kind of advancing, but now you've been able to move Kirk from the outside to the slot to the slot. Yeah. Now you have, you know, uh Rondell Moore who you can move like a chess piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have the resurgence of AJ Green. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like, you know, AJ does not look all that good. Okay? No, he doesn't. He does not look good like whatsoever. But he's not dead. <laughs> but he's not dead. Yeah, but in that offense, he he almost looks like he looks like Larry Fitzgerald. Like if Larry mm. Fitzgerald lined out and didn't play in the slot, mm. he like lined out. That's, that's what he looks count. like. That's, that's a good count. You know, yeah. you can tell like he's aged, he's not moving as well, but it doesn't matter. In this mm. offense, he's doing what he needs to do. Yeah. Like every time I see him catch a you know a long bomb, I'm like, how? <laughs> like <laughs> Still I guess AJ he's maybe Green, using like his like kind of veteran like you know savviness, his savviness to kind of shield off you know and put himself in position. But 
Again, they, I think he I, scored 18 points last week. I know. I, you know. It came up big for me. But, yeah, like, I think their offense is, like, you know, kind of, you know, molding into, you know, and this is what we were excited about. Is, yeah. Is this offense really kind of taking off. Are we having a change of heart on uh, Robert Woods? Well, like, are you put? is he becoming a must-start receiver now? He's not must start, but he's. I'm still starting, starting him in most weeks. I'm still yeah. starting him, man. Yeah, he's the still last three weeks. That offense. Yeah. First of all, the the it's another offense is a narrow passing tree. You have a mm-hmm. quarterback. Is it narrow though? Who? But uh, you got Van Cup. Jefferson, you have Van though. Jefferson. Who else? And occasionally DJX here, there, and then Tyler Higby. Higby. Yeah, but okay. DJX gets maybe three targets, and they're like D yeah. bombs, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then Higby is a tight. Every team has their tight end. Well, a lot of teams have their tight ends. And they work. run quite a bit. Yeah, they do run. I don't think people realize but, but, how much but they still, run. Stafford's numbers have been one of the top quarterbacks' numbers in the season. Yeah. yeah. So efficient. So with that type of quarterback that's playing, um, I mean, I want to be part of that offense. I want a guy on that offense. Now, yeah. Cooper Cup is just getting so much work. Yeah. But remember, it was a Thursday night. Where everybody leading up to the game was talking about how the fact that Robert Hood's got yeah. nothing, yeah. and we kept yeah. saying squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel, yeah. and then it literally was like every yeah. play was going to Robert yeah. Woods, yeah. and that was a play. Those type of plays, because especially remember how like bad he was. Those that's like the type of play like you cannot have Robert Woods on your bench that week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes it'll bite you though, because then like you end up with like a guy like Allen Robinson. But the difference, there's a big difference though. Like Robert Woods is in a good offense with a good quarterback. That's the thing. You know, it's like, a good offense, so those, a good quarterback. Like, so those type of plays, like you know, you sometimes you gotta give these guys. time. Now you just have to temper your expectations. Now, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're probably not gonna give you wide receiver one out. Uh, kind of like uh, Allen Dingman too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not gonna give you wide receiver one production every week, yeah. but he can be a solid wide receiver two that has the potential to give you wide receiver one. Yeah, uh, um, and Daryl so. Henderson. Yeah. Oh man, D Henderson, man. Oh, I just I wish yeah. I had more shares. Me too. I wish Me I had too. more shares. He's been. He's been really he, – I mean, he's been definitely one of the uh, major lifesavers for a lot of my teams with all the running back injuries. Or, yeah. like, you know, my version of zero RB is I get, you know, I'm drafting a running back in the fourth, fifth round. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's usually, like, my limit. And so when I did that, it was usually uh, Daryl Henderson who I was going after. Debo Samuels is that for me, too, is that, like, I wish I had more shares. I wish I valued him higher during draft season. Let's talk about the 49ers. They're, they're coming off a of bye week. Listen, man, Debo looks good. Is Ayuk going to finally show up? I mean, like, are we going to get some consistency out of Ayuk, or is he is what he is? You got – he's a – I'm not dropping him, uh, but he's definitely, you know, if I don't have to play him, I'm going to keep him on the bench. I, I just cannot see – I'm trying not to hate on Debo, but I cannot see Debo continuing on this pace. I mean, some of his production, like, this dude just, like, like literally nobody within 20, 30 yards of him. Yeah. Like, I mean, and he schemed open. So I got to assume that, like, at some point teams have to, like, kind of understand, like, what, like, this is a guy that they're scheming open over and over again. I feel like we, you know, it's sad to say, I'm dropping Trey Lance. Okay. Okay. This is a this is a this is a harder decision than it was for me. You know, when I was adamant about Fields, but I have no issues. You know, what, what's the Forty ers record right now? I don't know. Let's see. Is it like two and three or three and two? Yeah. Because but, I this how I see it, and I was actually when we used to argue about Trey Lance in the summer. Yeah. When when I did eventually come around a little bit on Lance, what I was ended up saying was. I think by the end of the season, Lance is going to become the starter. Yeah, yeah. You know? And if they're struggling, if they continue to struggle, they're going to give the keys to Lance. That's true. That offense. How long do you want to wait for that, though? Well, I wasn't drafting Lance as my main quarterback anyway. 
I know, but you you got bye weeks coming up. I'll I'll, I'll wait it out. You wait it out I'll, because because a couple things. You you made the point all summer. Yeah, that schedule in the playoffs. I know is amazing. I know. I know. I, know. So, I try to be patient, man. I'm so, trying. So, I'm trying. <laughs> so if if I can get to the playoff or the money yeah. weeks, and I have him there, and they eventually do pass the keys over to him, that's a bonus to me. But this is my play. Okay, uh, one, he's injured. Yeah, he's injured right now. Two, a lot of buys. So I think you're going to see a lot of Trey Lance on the waivers. So I feel like I don't need to necessarily... But then he just come, he, he's coming off a of bye week now. So now every week he's, he's coming off. He's coming off a of bye. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Every, but a lot of players well, are if, on if, bye. If, if, if boys drop him, I'm, I'm trying to pick him up. Yeah. I'm going to try to pick him up. But again, yeah. I, I, don't ex- I, I never had the notion of him going to be a starter soon. So yeah. I guess that's yeah. why for me it's not a big deal... Just be on my yeah, bench. but we're out of the realm of, of soon. And I guess it's not it's not that I'm like, oh, he's not. It's week six or week seven, and he's not starting. Even though we're like ha- almost halfway through. Yeah, it's more so like now. Look at the position that we're in. Okay, Jimmy G is coming off. He's the healthy one. Yeah, Trey Lance is the injured one. Jimmy, they're coming off a bye week. Jimmy's getting all these first team snaps. Okay, yeah. and if they win, that's just another week. No, if they you know, win, yes. So we're but, trending towards kind of Jimmy like being the starter as opposed to like what my hope was was that like Jimmy was either going to be playing bad or there were going to kind of be some issues or at some point Trey Lance was going to kind of show out. Right. And it's just been a rocky road. And really Jimmy hasn't played all that well either. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. Jimmy hasn't played well yet. Yeah. Right now he has a built-in excuse. He has <laughs> an excuse. He's he's hurt. <laughs> right? Yeah. So so it's not like he even has he didn't have the opportunity to go into the bye and take that job. Now, when again, if the 49ers start losing, they can't they can't let Jimmy play the season out because they have no future with Jimmy. Yeah. Like Jimmy is gone after this season. Yeah. So there's no point in letting him keep taking those those yeah. valuable snaps that you yeah. just invested all that ca- draft capital yeah. into Lance with. Unless, Remember. Unless unless you believe that you're truly a Super Bowl team. Right. And if, Jimmy if they're can still in the race, yeah. right. Two we three we can ignore all of this. One more team yeah. makes the playoffs. This, this, so, like, you know, you, you have one more team that can make the playoffs this year, too. So, yeah, like, what right. Maybe, but they but, what, what, for but we're while. talking about the division that has the Cardinals right. and the Rams. All four teams from that division could make the playoffs. They could, but are they, are, okay. Okay, look. I mean, you have, yeah. you, have, you, have, you have, okay, let's look at the top team the Bucks, the Cowboys. What's the other NFC uh, North? Yeah, but the, the NFC, Packers. The NFC, the Packers. Is ter- NFC yeah. South is terrible. NFC. NFC East. South. We just talked about the Saints winning. Say the what? Saints can keep winning. Okay. All right. Uh, Sorry, the South. Vikings can keep winning. <laughs> not NFC and the South. Panthers, too, to be honest. The Vikings can yeah, keep winning. Yeah. The Panthers can write the NFC ship. East. NFC East. Yeah. You have all these other teams yeah. that I can I can easily see doing better than the 49ers. Yeah, that's true. Now, again, if the 49ers make a run, forget all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they can, they're, they're literally on the fence yeah. right now. They can okay. go either way. Okay, right. What about Trey Sermon? You, you holding Trey Sermon? You dropping he's done. Him? He's, he's no, okay. to me. <laughs> no, he, no, you know, no, he's done. Let me yeah. tell you why he's done. I dropped him too. I'm he's had all the opportunities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he just, when yeah. you take a running back in fantasy, yeah. you hope all the other guys get hurt. Yeah, yeah. all the other guys got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he still did nothing. All these guys are now slowly coming back. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell's coming back. Hasty just got uh, reactivated. Yeah, we, we're holding out hope. This guy for sure holding out hope on all the Jeff Wilson shares <laughs> he can get his hands Jeff on. Wilson. Man, <laughs> if you want to talk about if it, so you know, some of the people always ask me, okay, like you know, you have any advice or strategy? Like, yeah, don't do what I do when it comes to Jeff Wilson. <laughs> You've been holding. <laughs> I don't care. Jeff <laughs> I don't care. So, so I will die on that hill. <laughs> so all these running backs coming yeah. back into the yeah. running back room, yeah. how is Sermon going to do better? I don't yeah. see it. 
And and then when we finally got to put our eyes on him, because you know, leading to the season, we were surprised. What inactive? What are you talking about? Healthy scratch. Like yeah. give Sermon the play. He was a third round pick. Yeah. And we finally got to see him play. We were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We see why he's not. Yeah. You but know, again, coming out of the bye, coming out of the bye, who knows? Uh, coming yeah, out of the bye, you have a healthy Elijah Mitchell now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. I had a decision between Jeff Wilson and Trey Sermon because I, I needed a quarterback. My, you went with you know, Wilson. Dad, I kept Wilson. It wasn't even a, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even a hard decision. <laughs> man. It wasn't even a tough decision. Oh, I didn't give <laughs> now, I will say this. I'm not going to lie. If if I have space and I yeah. see Sermon on that waiver wire, I'll probably try to scoop him back up yeah. and just kind of leave him there. Yeah, but yeah. but when it comes to – here's another thing. And I've always wanted to talk about this in fantasy. We need to have a discussion about how to decide who to drop. Yeah. I think that's so valuable, like yeah. dropping players yep. and who to drop, how to drop them, when to consider if it's a person you want to pick back up, how to pick them back up and all that stuff. Because Sherman is a player where I did drop because I feel like his value is low. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted him, I think he's going to still be out there. Now, if I want to pick him back up, I shouldn't wait too long, you know. Yeah. Um, and one set, I mean, you can, and the funny thing is you can do like a lot of different things with FFPC with like being able to drop. Wait, him. wait, wait. Stop. What is wrong with you? <laughs> okay, no. we'll talk about okay, just in, in we'll, we'll in, put in, that part of the premium okay. content right no, 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 there. No, no, no. Okay, just okay. Let's ignore that. But then, like in leagues in general, like yeah. one of the best things that you can do, especially like as we're starting to get kind of later in the season, where injuries start to pile up, but teams really don't want to disclose who's injured or what's going on, and a lot of reports aren't coming back or coming out. Drop your kicker. You know, yeah. you can maybe mm-hmm. you know there's certain guys you maybe you want to keep, but just drop your kicker and then add everybody else, and then just wait. Wait for news to come out. You know, you know, we're not sure what's going to happen with Antonio Gibson. You know, maybe you're, you're not. You know, you know, you're still he's holding out for the game a little bit because that's now okay. Kind of that's fine. Game. I'll let that one ride. Right <laughs> I mean, we do that. We all do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll let that one ride. But I'm just saying, like, honestly, I hadn't thought about that until Dio said it. It's like, hey, man, like, drop him. Pick them up, and then yeah. you always remember got last year we used to like when we drafted teams, we would like not draft kickers or yeah. defenses, and they were like, <laughs> well, "No, you got to draft." Now, like yeah. now, they have a rule specifically: yeah. you have to draft a kicker. Yeah, like, they would literally drop your last I know, player. I know. I know. Why are you wasting time? Kickers yeah. a kicker okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah. The, last like a team, times. the last team that I want to talk about: the Seattle Seahawks. Listen, man, they clearly are not happy with Geno. You don't think they're happy with Geno? I don't think they're happy with Geno, man. Well, I, they did just claim um, Jacob Eason today, so right. maybe and, you have a point. And if you're claiming Jacob Eason, then that means that you ain't happy with Geno. So, so, so you're banging the cam drum? Is that what we're alluding to right now? To be honest, I, I don't know about cam. I, I like <laughs> <What>? him. <laughs> what? No, no, I don't. No, I like. No, no, I liked. I like cam in the for the Patriots. I think okay. he's better than Mac Jones, and okay. he was in that offense. I don't want to bring in Cam, mm-hmm. like okay, I see for for the Seattle team, especially you. when you have two. I mean, like they need someone who can push the ball down the field with DK Metcalf and with Tyler Lockett, and I don't know if that's what Cam does now. I just feel like with what they what the Patriots ask of Mac Jones, Cam can do that. Cam can throw I got a you. three yard, you know, you know, like Man, screwed. Seattle screwed. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, there's one. There's one thing you need to know about Seattle. Pick up Rashad Penny. Like, yeah, yeah, just pick him up. Don't you don't even have to. You don't have to start him. You don't have to, you know try. Remember not when to start we had him. the Rashad Penny discussion in the mm-hmm. offseason, and that's kind of the point we were talking about how Carson. Yeah. He looks great, but he, Carson has had injury. Carson yeah. has been injured every year of, of his career. Yeah, he's just like you yeah. know. Rashad Penny is a former first round pick. Now he's had injury problems yeah. too. Oh, sh- 
But if he's going to be out there, mm-hmm. he has a chance to just be in the guy. And you know he has a talent in there. The great thing about Rashad Penny, too, is like he got injured, which sucked. But then he went on IR. So then we got to drop him. Mm-hmm. And then you just... Another secret. Just pick a player up. Any player that like goes on IR, pick him up one week before he comes off of IR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as the news comes out, players getting you know coming off of IR, especially when there's like an injury circling around it, you mm-hmm. gotta assume that like that's gonna be a. That's another player we all got last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Now he's another yeah, waiver wire. Yeah, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah, it's <laughs> too late. Yeah, we already got him. All right, guys. Listen, man. We are. Hey, man. Go Astros, man. World Series. Oh, yeah, Let's do yeah. this. World Series. <laughs> go Astros. Let's do this. Listen, man, we are nearly three hours in. Hopefully, the pie won't be three hours. Wait, okay. Can I say some few dynasty stashes? Go ahead. ahead. Okay. I mentioned a couple already. He mentioned one, Tyree Jackson, the tight end for the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Oh, look Uh, at that. (laughs) Look at me. Yeah, he's one of my stashes. Uh, uh, There's another one I mentioned earlier, but I'll get Scotty Phillips. Scotty Phillips. Yeah, thank you. Scotty Phillips for the Texans, running back. Um, Darius Geis. Okay. He just got um, suspension lifted for the NFL. All those charges were dropped. He's still only 24. Running back, running back, uh, needy teams out there. Um, Sam Ellinger, quarterback for the Colts. They cut Eason because Ellinger was coming back. And Ellinger has a little bit of Konami code in him. UT quarterback, yeah. right? A little bit of Konami code in him. Um, I think that's all. Those are four. There was one more I forgot. Maybe I'll tweet it out if I remember. So, But those are some dynasty stashes. Just people to keep on your bench. All right, man. Let's get out of here because I'm wearing down. Man, we came with the energy. We came with the heat this episode. Yeah, man. Like, this <laughs> was a lot different. Last episode, you know, we was you know we was dragging. We was tired. We were a little so bit. Hope, hopefully, y'all enjoyed this one. Hey, look, stay ready, man. You know, reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know your ideas. Let's, let's kind of bounce some ideas off each other and let's kind of do this, man. Thanks, guys. Like, rate, subscribe. Keep grinding. We're out. <laughs>